Welcome back to Movie Trailer Reviews Podcast. Your host, Chris, here with Ro. And this is part of our audio Toronto Film Festival 2023 coverage. Um, I am, we are, I saw this at, at TIFF. Um, Ro, you saw it, what, this week? Yeah, I saw it here randomly. Yeah. And, you know, um, don't, be, don't be asking why I get to see stuff that's supposed to be at film festivals and I'm not at the film festival. My hey, goodness. it works out for us, right? <laughs> so we, uh, we're going to review the movie Dumb Money. Dumb Money is the ultimate David versus Goliath tale based on the insane true story of everyday people who flipped the script on Wall Street and got rich by turning GameStop, yes, the mall video game store, into the world's hottest company. It is directed by Craig Gillespie. It stars Paul Dano, um, Pete Davison, Vincent D'Onofrio, uh, uh, um, Nick Offerman, Seth Rogen, uh, Anthony Ramos, Sebastian Stan, um, Shailene Woodley. Uh, what do you think of this film? Um, I, I, it's a, it's a solid dramedy, but it underserves the subject matter, and some people just kind of bumble their way through roles that are real people, so it's kind of weird since I've seen some of the documentaries about what happened around the GameStop stuff. So some of these personalities I've like actually seen, I'm just like, you couldn't go watch a video of them. But um, honestly, it's, 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 it's like what a hundred minutes. Paul. Yeah. Paul Dano is, I, he's a, he's a full tool actor. He's growing on me. The more I get to see him do various Mm -hmm. things. Um, But I, I feel like this story had layers and it had depth and it had and it had all these things going on and i know a lot of people don't necessarily always feel like adam mckay has a light enough touch when he wants to talk about something that's based in reality and kind of has this big huge moral fable-esque type lesson behind it but i feel like the the rhythm of this kind of work the ensemble was solid it's entertaining but it really, for me, for something that's based in recent history, it's it that it, it doesn't do anything. It's empty. So it's funny you mentioned. So <clears throat> I say this all the time when I'm talking to Deepom about things, and we start talking about uh, movies and things like that, and he or comic books, and we're, or like we're watching Agent of Shield, and he says something that was like I have to remind people was like we did not talk before uh the show um so we did not mean you did not talk about this movie before but when no, you when I you mentioned you were toronto <laughs> right so when you mentioned adam mckay i feel like you're right like i feel like this is a film that wants to be an adam mckay film but and again i know people there are some issues people have with it because what was the last one that he did was it the the one on cheney what was that film um um, I thought isn't his disaster film the most recent one he did? Oh, the one that was on Netflix with the, okay, um yeah. DiCaprio? Was that that's Adam that McKay, might, right? Yeah, that's true. That might be. Yeah, don't look up. Yeah, don't look up, but you're thinking uh, um Vice. Vice. Yeah. So I feel like the problem with this film is it's in the synopsis when they say that this is the ultimate David versus Goliath story. I'm like, it's so much more than that though. It's yeah. there's got so many other because like they they painted it 
good versus evil but i'm like some of those guys on the other side were actually kind of like you see in the film for like a hot second where they kind of gloss over like well some of those reddit guys are kind of racist and 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 misogynistic and things like that Uh uh, yeah over right and i'm like no no but that's a big piece of this because that also then because because also that then fell into some of the nft stuff that came like like there's a domino effect that came from this gamestop thing and you know, they get a little bit of this where, you know, uh, they they try to cover not just um, uh, the main guy, uh, Keith Gill, who's the one that, you know, started the whole, you know, I like the stock, you know, in, in GameStop thing, right? And holding, holding the, hold the line and things like that. And they cover a bunch of other different people and their net worth and how they, they you know, how they, how they came out on, you know, at the end of this. But there's one person who doesn't, Jenny, right? And I'm like, yep. but there was more than just her. You made it seem like the major, the vast majority of the people came on top. No, a lot of people also, not just... Yes, it's great that the hedge funds lost their fucking money. And that hedge but fund, they didn't! Some, some of them did. That's, the one did. Well, the one did. Okay. But everybody else, yeah. you're like, no, they just they just coalesced. Right? Okay, see, see, this, see, this is... A, yeah, you, this, this is where my brain started kind of like Right. explode when I heard that this movie was even getting made and that they were kind of pitching it as the whole David and Goliath story, like you said. Um, the hedge funds didn't lose their money. Like, they didn't. There was one hedge fund at the end of this that ended up having to dissolve because they had a margin call. Right. They actually, the people who are members of that hedge funds and the people who owned it, they made Out. billions. Yeah. And this movie doesn't touch any of that this was not david versus goliath it was douchebags versus scumbag yeah and a lot of really good people got caught up in it like if this movie paul dano is perfect casting as keith mm-hmm. and if this movie had been about the rise of roaring kitty and or you know and uh, and reddit and roaring kitty and all of that stuff i'd have been a hundred percent in to like take this ride and maybe give them a little bit of grace because that's a lot of stuff to dig through but you know, people. I'm 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 starting to feel like people. Everybody wants their Adam McKay. Everybody wants their Michael Moore movie, but nobody wants to do the work for those stories. Like having the director behind I Tanya means that you got good pace, you got right. propulsiveness, you can put bounce, you can put rhythm, because they understand how to direct that kind of stuff, right? And you get this kind of ensemble, even your bad performances are going to bring you in at least on on margin. You're going to be a little solid. Mm-hmm. But did you know that the reason why Red Robin sold, um, froze the stock? Do you know why they actually did that? Um, I can't remember. I remember at the time, but not now. Yeah, the story was because they couldn't cover. Um. Yeah. The reality is, and this movie doesn't touch any of that, even no. though you get glimpses of the people who are involved in this process, was because Red Robin is owned. Robin Hood. That's Robin, what you're doing. I've always like, called Red it Red Robin. Robin. I, I should like, stop Red doing Robin. that. I was like, what are you? I don't know what's happening to Red Robin. I was like, what is going on? Like, no, it's because it always reminds me of the movie <laughs> about the porn dude that's like Red Rocket and then Robin Hood, and my brain mm-hmm. just puts those two words together because they're just all scumbags. Yeah. Um, but Robin Hood at the, is is a, is a scam. It's a scam. Mm-hmm. It's actually owned by 
like one of the bigger marketing ones and they're only allowed to work as far as that company says they are. So when that company says turn off the volume or turn off the spigot or pause everybody who's doing this, as much as they like to talk like they're renegades, as much as they like to say that they're for the little guy, they turn off the faucet. But on the back end of that, the other reason why they didn't do it is because uh, the big, huge hedge funds weren't the one who couldn't cover. It was Robinhood's corporate overhead company, Mm -hmm. like their big, huge firm. And that was because they were shorting elsewhere on the market on the same day. Yeah. I mean, while they were letting Keith Gill cook. But so this is the thing I'm I'm trying to think back to is like why some people didn't like Vice and things like that. And I'm like, I think they didn't like it because it was like you fell in the Vice. Part of the problem is you fell in the Vice that the bad guy won. But I'm like, yeah. but that's actually why that movie, I like that movie, because it's true. The bad guy wins in this one. And this one, they make it seem like the little guy won, but I'm like, not really. They did it. They most of, um, most, most of them were wiped out. Right. Most of them were wiped out. And it also then led to a bunch of people jumping into the market, not understanding it, trying to make a quick buck because some other people did. And then right. they got wiped and- out. And I think that's or they've the, got their money held, then they can't get it right. out, and it's just right. sitting somewhere on a margin. And, and so, like, they do this a little bit with Ginny, but they don't like. It should have been more focused on her. Instead, they do do all this other focus on the folks and the feel and the idea of yeah, it's David versus Goliath. And I think that 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 just made it empty for me. Like, on the one hand, and I, and I had a lot of problems with. There's another film at TIFF that I had this problem with. It's like. It's inspiring. I like it. That's good. And then you're like, but I know what ends up happening. So it's not a good story, right? It's like, it's hard to tell me a feel good story when I know the reality is this doesn't last. When I realize that, yeah. So I think that's the, that's the, yeah, that's, that's like, okay. I know this has been the year of like the tech biopic, you know, you've got air which I know a lot of people give a lot of shit because they just always, sometimes black folks like to have a problem about stories that have black people as a major factor, but they're not centered in it. Air's a good movie, and they do a great job. And if you watch it, you'll understand that they're not ignoring any anything that has to do with Jordan in that movie. Then you get Tetris, and it gets a little weird because that kind of gets a little esoteric. And then you've got all these other things that have come down the pipeline that are all these like corporate tech kind of biopicish movies that I, I feel like maybe this is just because I really actually like documentaries. Mm. I feel like some of these need to stop being fictionalized. And... Um, I, a big... A big, big part of the problem is because of what you're talking about right now. They get to cherry pick who they talk about and which kind of story and what narrative they want to tell. And that's the that's the one that gets set in amber. Everybody's going to talk about some great triumph now. And no one's going to talk about the fact that people like Roaring Kitty did this and leveraged and they knew they were going to wipe people out. They knew it, they didn't tell people when to get out the market when they were getting out. Like they, you know, they did this and this isn't wasn't the first time that he's actually done this. This destroys lives. Right. And because we want that bounce, because we want that uptick, we don't want to talk about the things that are hard. Like this movie doesn't make me think of Vice. This movie makes me think of The Big Short. Yeah. Okay. And 
and, and if you're gonna do this movie, hey, you babe? have to do this movie like they you did bring, the big are short. Are you in the bathroom up here? You've gotta, uh, you no gotta way. have different rabbits and long different paths. It, it, you cup. have to like dig into those people and have it be cup. real. You can't play fast and loose with the facts in order to drive your fictional narrative forward. You know, they use a lot of composite characters for all of the bad people. We keep saying it's Jenny because really they just give us the one. And she's supposed to represent everybody who got right. screwed. And right. And that's the thing. I was like, but there was more people that got screwed than people that made out. Right. And, and, and that's the problem. It's, it, yeah, I, I, that's my problem with this film. It's on, on surface is just a film. It's enjoyable. It feels like a good job. It, you know, I felt good watching it. I felt good as a David Goliath film. But the reality sinks in at some point. You go, wait a minute. That's not what happened. Wait a minute. That's not, it didn't go that way. Wait a minute. That's too, again, even the Roaring Kitty thing, they, they made it after his last post. They say, yeah, he just hasn't posted anymore. And you're like, yeah, he made $46 million. Right. He actually got away clean with his money. He got away clean. Yeah. I'm like, that's. How is that any different? You're telling right. people, and it doesn't talk about the people who took their money in Bitcoin, watched it, and then disappeared. Well, other, that, not even like so. That was a, big, a whole other. That scam. was the big thing that I didn't like. It was like I can give give me the. I'm fine giving me the, the, the but this is where I think that why they didn't do that is because that gets more into the um the bad side of Reddit and the whole NFT Bitcoin thing yep. too. And I'm like, but this is how it came because. Right after this is when all the NFT stuff became hot, and now you see what's happening now. Well, isn't it Mila in, in, and what's his name? Now they're also part of the thing getting sued for NFT. Like everybody's getting sued. All these celebrities getting sued for the NFTs yep. have now crashed. And now guess what? We went from last Super Bowl seeing all these NFT commercials, and now NFTs are shit. Right? Yep. But it was a direct thing because everybody. Because there was other thing too. Everybody used the success of GameStop. To then justify bad buys. To be perfectly honest, GameStop wasn't a good buy. It's not, right? It's it's not. But you made Look, it. But it's know, fine. You know, it's fine. But yeah. like, come on. Like, but, you just manipulate them. You just, boiler room? Yeah. And I know people give that movie shit because it's it's a niche movie. Like, but I I, I will freely acknowledge and admit that I I'm a Glenn Glary, Glenn Ross, uh, uh, greed is good. Boiler room bitch. I watch this movie. <laughs> I do. Um, and there's a there's a certain mentality that we have, you know, like we like they like to talk about those movies coming out of the, like the nasty eighties, the great eighties, and like the most recent one you got was the Wolf of Wall Street. <clears throat> but they still put this this patina over that stuff, right? But if you pay any attention to Boiler Room, Boiler Room is true. Right. Like practically every freaking piece of it is true. Right. right? Yeah. And and like that all got translated onto Reddit and no one talks about that. Like the people who did the penny stocks, the ones who are running the scams. Everybody likes to talk about the Nigerian scam. Everybody likes to talk about any scam or grift that they think that they can point and say that this is either a foreign, non-American or a non-white American. No one really talks about the white grifts. Mhm. And and what they GameStop was a whisper campaign, man. 
and it was the i will say this it's less a idea of an entertaining david versus goliath story for me this just demonstrated for me the beauty and power of a tell of the game telephone yeah. And I think that's what I enjoyed most about this movie, right? Mm-hmm. And but but everything else about it, it's just it it's <sighs> these are, we got to stop doing these as fictional stories if we're going to gonna like like I I saw I saw I think it was one of those things that reviews. people need to realize that sometimes truth is stranger than fiction. Yeah, right. I and I think that's the problem here is. There's more layers to this story if you just. I mean, again, you gotta. I, I get not making it a full documentary, but like, there's so many things that spawn out of this that they really they just didn't do it, and they just made right. it really simple. So yeah. But okay, I like if you want to know, and it's still interesting, and it kind of because I think. I think the thing that kind of stumped people about movies like Vice and The Big Short is you had to pay attention, like, to the details. Like, there's a lot of facts. They're coming at you really fast. And, like, all these things are happening. And there are all these different moving parts. And, like, you know, we we constantly talk about how we only really talk about the role of the executive and specifically the president we don't really talk about the legislature so anything that kind of has to go funnel through like the regulatory agencies or congress or anything like that we get a little confused or it takes us a little while before we get invested because we don't understand the moving parts and directors like adam mckay and the writers that they work with they understand that you have to get all those pieces in there and they take the time to give you those details they didn't do that in this movie um uh, it's it's kind of like they paid fast and loose with the facts the same way they did Nightonia. These are both very entertaining movies, and they're and 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 you get outstanding performances from actors in them. But they're like real real light on the facts, and the stuff with GameStop that you keep saying like there's, there's a lot of stuff that happened behind the scenes. There is a documentary. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's there's a couple. The one I think I saw the one that was on HBO, GameStop, The Wall Street Hijack. I I saw Eat the Rich. Um, the GameStop saga on Netflix, and they were really interesting, and they were still inter- they were still entertaining, but they were informational, and I really am kind of dismayed that these movies are making a comeback and a resurgence, and quality writers and quality directors, and definitely quality casts are being attached to them. But they're no longer interested in keeping the informational as the anchor of the the narrative, and that's a problem because this will be the one that gets seen by more people, right? And like, there's again, and I should say again, from an entertainment point of view, I was entertained. It's just it's another one of those things of, and again, Paul Dano is great. He's great in all. I, I haven't seen him in a bad role. Like he is great in this role and honestly uh, you know nick offerman is, is also great seth rogan's also good at just being a douche like we got to give credit to <laughs> to seth rogan and <laughs> and his him breaking away from judd Ap- apto and just doing his own thing from the I stuff he produces the thing ever. he directs and even the movies he acts in he's fucking great <laughs> it's like i yeah. i do it great you know you know just having these folks that you just you know they play the 
they play the do even Sebastian Stamp, they play the douchebag so well. You want they made it so well so you want to hate these people so much and you do. And you don't feel sorry for them whatsoever. But the problem is there's, there's other people that are being hurt that we're also not paying attention to. And this film doesn't do a job a good job of even attempting to really address I mean they do, but then they don't. Right? And, and as a matter of fact, in the in the in, in the case of Jenny, it's almost like you made this into a mob, which is that just you're just gonna do it because somebody on the internet told you. It's like, do you understand how much that opens up to story to tell? Like that's a direct yeah. line into so many other things and so many problems we have today because people just believe and again, like that's the thing too that I think is has always been scary about this to me. GameStop hit. Fine, that's great. But here's the thing. If you like there were a couple times people said said you're going to put all your money into something that somebody on on the internet like the dude that was uh the black dude that was um friends with Jenny at the at the hospital you going to listen to what this dude on the internet tells you the answer is no no I'm not like answer no. 9 times out of 10 the answer is no this is that 1 out of 10 times that's fine but like even even GameStop wasn't the last time they tried to do this and it didn't work the other time. So it's like... GameStop wasn't even the first time. Not there, you're right, it's not even it. the first time, right? So it's, it's this thing of... And also, again, it looks a little weird when you're like, this dude went from all of this to then making $46 million. It's hard not to think, how is this any not any different? How is this not just you doing... You're manipulating the system just like the hedge market, the, the, the hedge funds are. Like, the more right. people hold... Like, that's the thing, right? Then they never... They never, they never went into. The more people held that stock, the more people that bought into it, the richer he got. He has incentive to tell right. them to hold. He has incentive to tell right. them to buy. He has incentive to tell them, I like the stock. Like, come on, right? Like, there's, you can't sit there and say that the hands are clean here. And I think that's the, that's the thing that just leaves you feeling a little icky like a day after the movie. Like, I come in the movie, you're like, oh, okay, yeah. cool. You, you have a little bit of this, this pep in your step going like, oh, okay, yeah, I get it. And then you're, you're like, wait a minute. Hold on, you start yeah. putting things together. It's like, nay, wait a minute. That's, that's not how it works, right? And so I think yeah. that's the problem. It's just, it's, to me, it's empty. Because we don't want to think. I mean, maybe that's the end of the sentence. We don't want to think anymore. Everyone's like, I want to yeah. be entertained. I'm like, okay. So I think a lot of people but... like this film. That's why I think a lot of people, I think, it'll, I think people who see it will enjoy it. But to yeah. me, it's an empty film and it's also part of the problem we have. Because it puts, take it... it puts everything into I... a nice, neat bow and... And things are way messier than that. But this is how this also gets perpetrated because a lot of critics will come in and they're like, oh yeah, it's great. And it's adapted from this. And the same guy who wrote the social network. And I'm like, I'm like, come on, you've got to, you've got to stop saying that because these books are only partially well investigated themselves a lot of the time and there's you made a choice about who you decided you wanted to adapt or work from for you to draw your story and you know like you say you're drawing a wide canvas of the issue but if all of if the canvas is so wide that you there's no depth what how how entertaining are you if it's just about the tizzy mm -hmm. And I don't, and I mean, if you want to be entertained, you know, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles is really entertaining. Go watch it. And then you don't have to worry about reality because it's about turtles that have been made. Yeah, to me, I find, I find long term, this is 
it 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 dumbs it down too much right but uh, it gives yeah, you, it, i think yeah. i could even be okay with that if they had really kind of committed to really really illuminating that short squeeze mm-hmm. like the characters if they like you like you know like they don't they don't really like the glossing over you were saying about reddit like not just that it's like you know keith and his girl they and, and if they had really kind of at least committed they did nothing with her they did nothing with her they right. just had her sitting and, there right and yeah right it's like i mean you know they wanted to play more into this you know oh it's this guy this nerdy dude who's like screaming into the void on the internet and now suddenly look at him i'm like yeah until you scroll down to wall street beats and see what else has been happening in there well that's the other thing too i was like listen listen if you're in the group what what, what are the rest of the tweets what are the rest of the yeah where, what are your future stuff like I, I know how this goes it's never good yeah and and i think um you know, I'm always going to be America Ferrera over Gina any day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but they both have a similar problem when they take roles that they don't actually really require that there be any real grounding for the characters of color that they play. Mm-hmm. And if you're going to be the composite character for basically everyone who got swept up in the mania and screwed over. Right. And you are a person of color. With a family and kids and all this stuff. And you put, yep. You gotta, I, I really feel like I wish they had kind of given that side and that part of the tizzy and the fervor some more gas. Yeah. And I think that made it, I got home and I, I started trying to write down my notes because I knew we were going to talk. And at first I was like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They did a really good job. It was a solid ensemble. You know, the movie had balance. They remembered to entertain. And then I realized I'm talking about a movie that's based on something that happened in 2021. This is fucking real. Entertainment can't be the bar. Like, I don't think you should sit in a movie and feel like somebody's playing you a fucking dirge. Don't get me wrong. I don't like being bored. But if it's supposed to be real and I walk out of your movie and I go home and I can Google and there's factual errors of, like, there's errors of fact in the first five fucking minutes of your movie. That's not good. Yeah. And I don't, and Paul Dano, look, I'm 10 toes down. I I am 100% a fan. But just because he can make your Keith Gill great on screen, if it's a lie. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, no, we didn't talk. I almost texted you to ask what you thought. And I was like, you know what? I always do this. I'm not going to do it. I'll just wait. Yeah. No, like I said, it's, we're on the same, we're on the same page. It's just. Yeah. Yeah. So. Maybe I'm just meaner this year because. I'm 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 less forgiving because we're living in the time of the consequences of all the stories from mm-hmm. when I was younger and you were younger where these little you know really nicely chipped away narratives are the ones that are burned in amber and and now the most recent cohort of people who are coming to adulthood are Christopher Columbusing their way through the world because right. As far as they're concerned, everything is new once they've done it. 
I, it's, I just, I can't, I can't be quite as forgiving as what we put out there in media because yeah. media literacy is dead. No, it is. Um, what would you give this out of, out of 10? This is a six out of 10 purely for entertainment value. Yeah. That's where I was too. Like I said, it, I, I didn't have, I hear that. I had me with no expectations on it. So there's that. Right. Um, I saw like I actually because literally how I picked my Tiff movies is literally look at the cast and say, "Yeah, I'll watch them for an hour and a half or or two hours." So I saw this and I was looking at the cast and I was like, "Honestly, you know the name that actually got me to see this movie? Seth Rogen." Mm. I was uh, like, yeah, you know, what? Was, for me like, it was Paul Dano and Seth yeah, and Vincent D'Onofrio because yeah. I watched Vincent D'Onofrio. Yeah, I love Vincent D'Onofrio in this film. It's just like on some, hey man, listen, <laughs> whatever happens, happens. Like it just and he's like. Here we are, right. <laughs> but that's my favorite version of him in yeah. these types of movies. When he's like, like whatever, dude. Right. But yeah, I think I think we need. I mean, I'm all for the fluid movement of a good entertaining story, but you can't you can't leave the the fact out of your melodrama. You yeah. just can't. Yeah, no, and I think that's the the problem here. It's just it it wants to be something that it's not, and it's again entertainment value there. Um, but I think so many of us want more or expecting more. So yeah. So um, look, I don't want to go back to the days of the Michael Moore voiceover because that dude's voice annoys the shit out of me. <laughs> right. <laughs> but if you're gonna aim for uh. McKay, you mm-hmm. can't miss. Right. Just saying. Right. Yep. So. All right. Well, there you guys have it. That is the review for Dumb Money. Um. Again, like I said, I think a lot of folks will actually enjoy it if they go and and, oh, and yeah. watch it and check it out. Um. Like I said, it's just. It again is it's called Dumb Money and it's a it's a dumb film that you'll come in and again it's one of the. I think I saw it on Friday. So it was like, it's one of the things I almost forgot about by the time I got to the rest of the week. And so, yeah, it's, it's that. So, um, we'll talk about some more films. Uh, I'm going to do a TIFF recap with, with Roe, uh, uh, later on. And I'll talk about some of the movies. I say, I, I only kept, I kept just, I kept it small, kept it small. And I only did the films I wanted to see. So I said, saw films like, you know, a film called kill that is basically, you know, uh, on an Indian train where people are literally doing it's like the raid but on an Indian train. Yes. So that was my tiff. I mean, I I like these words for you. I know. So I'm just saying it's like this is this is what I did. So um all right folks so but yeah thank you guys very much. Make sure you guys subscribe. Uh movie trailer reviews podcast on iTunes Stitcher Radio and Spotify. Oh actually Stitcher's not there anymore. Stitcher's gone. So no side of Stitcher. So just Spotify and iTunes. So or go to the site, mtrnetwork.net. So again, folks, thank you very much for listening. Until next time, we're out of here. Peace. <laughs>